Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a psych rewatch podcast. I am your host, Regs, alongside my additional hosts, George and JP. What is going on, boys? That's us. That is us. Additional, additional hosts. That's right. It It makes me laugh every single time. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) How's it going, guys? Good, good, doing good, you know, just doing great. Yeah. Same old, same old recording another hit episode of our hit podcast. I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. It's a hit podcast at this point. We're on episode nine. We're on the back half of the season. I'll uh, say it. I didn't see it coming, but we're taking over the charts by storm. Oh, we, we're huge. We are huge at this point. It's kind of scary how quickly we've become so important to the entire, you know, podcast world. We, yeah, we, we, right. we are we're influencers. There's no other way to put it. And like, we started this really humble. Like we didn't want like the fanfare or anything that comes along with that. We were just doing it for the love of the show. That's right. Anything that comes along. That's a bonus. Like Rogan threatening us, you know, with DMS because he's, you know, scared we're yeah. coming for him. Cause we are. Can you blame him? I can't. If we I were do- him, I'd be very afraid. Very, yeah. very afraid. We're just, we're on a war path. Everybody loves us. No one. Rogan, I'm coming for say. you. Yeah. yeah, Rogan, come on, Rogan, come on, come on the show. <laughs> Our listeners overlap quite a bit, I'm sure. So there's, the <laughs> but yeah, we have um, episode nine today. We have it's called "Forget Me Not." I enjoyed this episode, but I'll, I mean, I we should we just get right into the recap and then we could talk about it. Sure. All right. That sounds great. Okay. Cool. All right, so short recap here. Um, I'll, I'll try to zoom through it, uh, but we have those. Um, Flashback, young Sean is on a field trip at the zoo and picking on a school chum by the name of Trish. He pulls, uh, he's bouncing a tennis ball and then pulls some Dahmer-esque shit and feeds it to the ostrich and then pleads his innocence to his father when he gets called out on it. Henry doesn't buy it, but Henry's boss at the time in the flashback, played by Kurtwood Smith, um, Red from that 70s show. Red. Oh, God, I love Red. Yeah, he's classic. Also in RoboCop. Yes, RoboCop as well. Damn, Other stuff in too. I've nope, seen that's his... it. That's all he ever did. That's it, yeah. <laughs> this episode and uh, many seasons of that 70s show. I'd still call that a success. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't that many better things to have been in. Sign me up for that career for sure. He's not in Tomorrow War though. So Norman, Kurtwood Smith. <laughs> he does buy it. Kurtwood Smith does buy Sean's story. Um, but then we move to the, the present day and that same boss, Kerwood Smith, he and his daughter, Trish, Sean's old school chum, they visit Sean and Gus in the present day at the psych office for help. Um, he witnessed a murder, but due to his Alzheimer's disease, he can't remember who was killed and by who and by whom. Sean and Gus uh, decide to help this man out and visit a coffee house and retrace his steps where the man might have seen the murder. And in there, they run into Henry and Captain Connors, a.k.a. Kurtwood Smith. Meanwhile, while they're there, a woman visits the police station asking about her husband, who was the murder victim. Captain Connors believes one of his old enemies, Mort Crocker, committed the murder, but can't prove it, as the death was made to look like a mountain lion accident. Great villain name. Like, sorry to jump in. But no, like, Crocker, that's Mort classic, Crocker. baby. Yes. <laughs> Other than... 
a, a problematic issue with this. Otherwise, this episode firing on all cylinders in terms of plot twists mm-hmm. and good villain names and yeah. just really great episode. Yeah, it's it, it's it, there's a lot going on. I'm excited to like more unpack it, but um, but yeah, and the you feel for Captain Connors here because nobody believes him. Nobody believes him. They think he's making it up. They think he's confusing a case 20 years ago with events in the present. Everyone except Sean and Gus, who continue to investigate and find evidence that the death was covered up. Now, I, I just, yes, I think important to the plot, and I don't know that they ever used the word uh, Alzheimer's, but he's 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 clearly like they're they're implying that he's going through early Alzheimer's, right? Cognitive decline, some, some form of dementia, right? I I I think. Honestly, I pull I, I pull the descriptions a lot from the Wikipedia, so this could you know could definitely be wrong. You could be suffering from something else. So I apologize if I botched that. But yeah, it's some sort of cognitive decline I where think, he's um, like, no one buys it. You know, I think he, Henry says that he has Alzheimer's. Okay, but it's it, but I mean, it's like this is a really among all the other things, it's a really sad episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it His is. Decline is. Uh, man, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. No, yeah, you're yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's tough to uh, tough to watch at times, but um, but Sean and Cus continue to investigate because they do believe them, and they find uh, evidence that the death was covered up. But then they talk to the victim's girlfriend, who reveals that the victim was the estranged son of one Mort Crocker. They look into that lead and realize that not only are the two cases connected, but it was that the it was the Mort Crocker's wife that was the actual murderer. What Betty the Crocker? Mm-hmm. Betty, Betty. It was Betty Crocker. Fucking Betty. You knew it was her. <laughs> George having a good chuckle at his own good joke. You, if any, you it's pretty great. That, that was a very good joke, buddy. Thanks, <laughs> Look, I figure I make jokes for me, and if anyone else laughs, that's icing on the cake, baby. 100%. That's, I just want to make sure I'm making a joke that makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am my own target audience. That's right. <laughs> But that's it. That's the episode. They catch the they catch the crackers or the crackers wife, so to speak, as the murderer. And yeah, that's uh, that that wrap that puts a bow on it. What did you guys think of this episode? I I, I think, um, like I said, I, I, I had one one issue with the episode and it's just a it's what we were doing at the time. It was it was less problematic, but uh, when they are pretending to be veterinarians from another country, mm. and uh, and then they have Sean doing that bad, like, oh, his name is African, and so it uses like popping noises. Right. And I really like. I just sat there and I was like, guys, no, no. Yeah. Like Claire thought something was wrong. She came into the room like, what's wrong? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> just wow, they should not have done that. Um, that's it. I don't have a, a, another negative thing to say about this episode. I think it was a well-structured detective episode. I think it had great twists and turns. Um, I did need some clarification uh, on on the, the 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 murder of the mother, um, and 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 because it didn't seem like if 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 Mister Crocker did that, it didn't seem like there were any consequences to it, and it almost seemed like the implication was maybe maybe. The wife did both of them, right? Okay, she did. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that, but, but, it was solid. I felt so bad for the girlfriend of mm-hmm. the son. I, I felt so bad for the daughter of Red. 
Um, I was kind of devastated by the scene where he shows up in his old police captain's uniform mm-hmm. that looks like it's from the 1950s um, right. and, uh, and, and just thinks that he's the police captain. But they, they also like, there was a lot of good Sean and Gus moments in this episode that remind you that at the heart of this are very good people mm-hmm. and, and, and just trying to do good things. They were never condescending. They never made fun of it. The dimension was not used as a joke at any point. And no. I, I really, I think they did a great episode here. Yeah, I um, I think this is one of the first episodes where we feel like Sean is a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like well said. For for him to, I mean, granted, it was because Kurtwood Smith's character put the same trust in him as a young man, but for him to really hold on to that loyalty, be willing to take this man at his word, um, and and show some empathy, you know, even if. Even if um, even if he was wrong, even if Captain Connors was wrong, there's still no harm in just like listening to the guy. Yeah. And like everyone else is just like, no, you're wrong. Like, get out of here. Like, I work busy. We have work to do. I'm. Uh, it's just a. It is a very kind of sad depiction of the way we treat our elderly. My 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 mother in law says all the time that like when, especially as a woman as she got older and as she wasn't like, you know, you're no longer as part of the like reproductive market and you just become less valuable and people don't listen to you. And right. she says it all the time. Like, like people of her age are just disregarded. And mm-hmm. this, I, think, I think they really pounded that home here. Um, I got to ask another question though. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank okay. guys. Thank you. I really, I know I've been asking, you know, fine, yeah. really generous of you. So, <laughs> Riggs, you said, you know, Sean gave the ostrich the tennis ball. Mm-hmm. Did he? I, don't, I didn't think he did. I, he, what it was never was clear to me as daughter Connors. I was, See, and, and by the way, Ashley Williams, who is both absolutely, like, she's beautiful. She has a great screen presence. And she's also that thing that in the early 2000s, everyone in Hollywood wanted all of us to love her in everything, and they gave her a billion chances and, like, nothing took off. She had a sitcom. She guested on a bunch of things. Like, I, I feel really bad for her, but also she she was in so much stuff for, yeah. for, like, a really small window of time. Yeah, she threw that uh, that tennis ball at Sean trying to hit him, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, sailed right over into the old ostrich. It was never closure. He never got the closure in the in the at the end of the episode, though, which is why I was because yeah. he called her out on it. He's like, "Why don't you come clean that it was you?" And then she <laughs> she doesn't cop to it. So that's true. You know, that's I, true. I think she just isn't. You guys are probably right. You guys are probably <laughs> right. But I just like to think like Sean, like young Sean's a little fuck. You know, so like I can sure. it was really funny when she was like, I mean, like back in the day, like he just like he needed everyone to pay attention to him all the time. And he was in the back, like doing the gorilla and yeah, doing the sexy belly dance. Like it was <laughs> really good. I also um I uh, it didn't come up in the plot synopsis because it's not like crazy important to the plot, but uh, I like the part where they're in the like Rangers hut. <laughs> And that was that was a fun scene, and they're that pretending was, that they're they like have like up yeah. They, He's like, "Do you have those oyster crackers, please?" Dip <laughs> <laughs> the saltines in the soup. I I, I will say this: it, it, this is an episode where Gus and Sean were very much equal partners, and mm-hmm. and and 
even the uh, the romantic storyline reflected that. And the ending was really good. And I was just like, yeah, Gus, get it. Come on, buddy. This is not abs like Jackie fun. Chan. Abs, abs like, like Jackie Bruce Chan. Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Oh, that's so right. Good. <laughs> it was so, okay, so, the, so at the beginning of the episode, you see Red talking to Ashley Williams outside of the psych office, and the two of them decide that they're going to read the lips. And I... I hope that there was like some improv there, but it was so funny. It they was funny. Just, it was really good what they, what came out of their mouths. Why have you gone crazy, daughter? <laughs> Gus is clearly the best option. <laughs> uh, that was really good. I loved it. Yeah, it, it was. It, that was a. Uh, it, it was fun. It, the way they went about that was very fun. I agree with you guys. What you said that I parts of this episode are very sad very sad to watch just you know Kurt with Captain Connors going through this and showing up and everything like that thinking he's still working there it's 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 sad to watch but I do like how they emerge like he did emerge as he was right like he was he, right he was right and he and like, he, he solved both the 20 year old murder right and the the, the current murder and so then I, there's also like the Jesus fucking Christ like yeah a whole family is fucking dead yeah yeah a whole family that lady was that lady was a freaking spree murderer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she w- killed two people. Twenty. Just to, like, I think her excuse was she was trying to protect, like, just stay rich. I guess so yeah. she didn't have to give away any of her money. Now, I will say, in her defense, she also was a conservationist who was trying to save the starving mountain lions. And mm, I sure. think you can't. I mean, I, that's got to come up at a trial here. I, mm-hmm. as her defense attorney, I'm putting on this <laughs> mitigating evidence. Oh, you were hired. Yeah, you were hired for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. This was actually based on one of my cases. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Who knew? It's crazy how it comes full circle. No wonder. No wonder you were so so hot on this episode when we came. Guys, this is the best episode that's ever been made, other than that HBO documentary. This <laughs> no one has ever made better television. Um, I will say though, just to kind of wrap up my 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 thoughts here in general, is that um, I think a lot of fine to good stuff happens mm-hmm. in this episode. But also, nothing super grabs me right. in this one. I feel like it. it this is going to sound harsher than I mean it to be, but I feel like this is mid-tier psych. Jesus Christ, George. <laughs> wow. Fucking hater over here. I'm you want, sorry. You really want to stick with those words? I do want to <laughs> stick with those words. I mean what I say. And I, I like it, but I didn't take any notes. Yeah, because I like nothing like jumped out at me, really. I was like, I'll remember them sitting in the the Rangers Lodge and mm-hmm. I remember the plot and everything. But there was not nothing really none of the little touches that sing as you far know, as I could tell. It's 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 not in the pantheon of yeah. the episodes we talk about when we're, you know, when you when you're trying to talk about your favorite episodes. I, I actually it was one that I had forgotten um, as it started and was very excited to see Red. This show, and I'm realizing this watching, especially this season, and like, you know, as the show gets more, we can see the show getting more popular as we're watching it. Like they're getting cameos from guest stars and everything like that. They didn't have that in the early, as far as just mid season one, you know, they're, they're starting to get those things like, oh yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how it worked behind the scenes, but this show scales incredibly well, Mm -hmm. I feel like, because this was a very standard psych episode, you know, just in terms of plot and what happens in the setting and, you know, just things that happen. A very pretty standard episode. 
not saying it's bad. It's just standard. So it's like, this is at the lower end, but they can scale up yeah. to a Comic-Con style episode. And it's, you know, just as good. It has that same kind of impact. doesn't feel cheesy at all. So I just, right. it, it really can work on both sides. Well, yeah. I, did, I didn't really take many notes either here. Cause again, George, <laughs> to your point, like nothing really jumps out. Yeah. Okay. The wife murdered both people and she was, you know, they thought it was the husband. The felt like a much more procedural. Oh, yeah, right. And, exactly. Yeah, I guess some, some human lives were ended. That's not a big deal. <laughs> they yeah, didn't have any like guys. grand ideas. That happens in every episode. JP. <laughs> <laughs> this is Santa Barbara and for God's sake. It's always devastating. <laughs> <laughs> the deadliest city in the world. At some point, if you move to Santa Barbara, you're yeah, asking seriously. for it. So many. Mm-hmm. You're either you're either solving a murder Christ. or you're getting. Murdered. I mean, Sin City. Sin City was based on Santa Barbara, right? That yes. Was yes. Like mm-hmm. they, they, that. He's like, this is. I lived in Santa Barbara for 30 years, and I'm going to write the grittiest detective noir right. ever because that's what it's like living here. Well, Bruce Contact. Willis is old. Uh, he's Sean Spencer. That's right. In that movie, yeah, right. That's right. Verbatim, almost. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and a little known fact is that Deadwood became Santa Barbara, yes. which Sin City was based on. Um, also, a lot of people don't know this. No, yeah. it's just also, these, these are things you guys don't bother looking them up, fans. <laughs> you can just trust us. We've done the research for you. Why would um, you look them up? We just said them to you. So also, it's... Shirley Lightly yeah, you is have Elijah Wood. <laughs> <laughs> the one... <laughs> and uh, uh, Gus yes. is clearly the Mickey Rourke character. That's right. That's one hundred percent. Yeah. Lassie is. I don't know. He's Jessica Alba. Yes, there it is. Very good. <laughs> All right. So we've got the episode down. We talk, I mean, again, standard psych episode. I think we all have pretty good feelings about it, but should we get to, you know, the Gus Gus? Or what, what do you guys want to do? Do, we, do you guys have a oh, Gus no, Gus no, lined up? What I'd like to ask you guys is, is did you, did you oh. spot a pineapple oh, in this episode. Call, JP. It's, it's the everyone's favorite segment. Um, you know, Riggs, I know you're working on music for this segment, so mm-hmm. you can just plug it in right here in editing. And uh, did you spot the pineapple? George, let's start with no, 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 Riggs, Riggs, let me start with you. I did okay. For, well, first of all, the music is just me making the sounds with my mouth, so I'm trying to work <laughs> on that. Um, but to answer your question. I did not. I I feel like I did, but I didn't write it down. So I'm gonna just say I didn't. Wow, All right. that's fair. That's fair. I appreciate your honesty. Yes, George, did you spot the pineapple in this episode? JP, I did spot the pineapple. Oh my god! Damn Ladies it. and gentlemen, we finally have one. <laughs> Someone's on the board solo. All right, wow. George, tell us about the pineapple. The pineapple is on the scones at the end when they're in the cafe. On the scones? He talks about the pineapple scones and how they're going to get them. And then later, when they're at the cafe again, they actually did. Wow. Nice. Good eye. Wow. Wow. I heard it and I was like, they're fucking going back to that cafe. Yes, it was good ears as well in this case. (laughs) That's great. I was worried because I... um, Sometimes I, when I don't write it, I, I haven't wrote these down yet. And like, they're either very obvious or subtle like that. And I was just kind of like, fuck, is it going to be one where was, yep. Sean just holds a pineapple up? Like, want some pineapple? Yep. <laughs> yeah, where are the easy ones? Come right? on, give me the easy ones. <laughs> the, here's, here, this, here's the description. Forget me not. Sean mentioned the lip. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
You cut we out there. You. We cut you. We, we lost you for a second. But oh, sorry. I don't know. We lost you again. It's like <laughs> big psych doesn't want to know. Yeah. All right. Can you hear me at this moment? Yes. Now we can. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me read that again. Cause uh, George, you were spot on. Sean mentions the delicious pineapple scones at a local restaurant. And at the end of the episode, one of those scones is sitting on the table next to Sean. Damn. All right, ladies and gentlemen, George is on the board. The points don't count if we all get them or if we all don't get them. George mm-hmm. is officially the first of us to get a point when the others didn't. Points are really valuable too. Like I looked at just recent, like the cash value of these points that you, JP, I think you put that together. Um, oh yeah, no, no, no. Insane. We'll buy you those x-ray glasses that you see in comic books. Oh, oh yeah. shit. That's yeah. way better than I expected. Good. Five <laughs> points will get you the, uh, the bodybuilder uh, uh, pants, like the, the, the real tight pants down there. But again, from the comic books, mm-hmm. uh, we have a comic book based economy here. So. <laughs> These are all fictional items that we can you can actually purchase with these points. Like you can make them real, which is makes them even much more valuable, in my opinion. (laughs) Yes, yes. Be sure to check out our store. It's online. (laughs) You'll find it. Just go online, you'll find it. If you don't like that, they have to also use the pineapple points to purchase things, and they're not on the show, which means that they cannot earn pineapple points. Mm. Yeah, but George is gonna be flaunting some really oh man. Muscle man shorts soon. It's going to be great. It's going to be, be a great look between that and the, I'm going to get enough to get that and the sun or the x-ray glasses. The x-ray so. glasses are going to be so rad, man. You're going to love them. You're going to see so much. Ooh, so many bones. Everything. <laughs> Those are my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to get to, we did the pineapple now, and now hey. we have to get to the next segment. Pea break. Pea break. Oh, that's fucking great man we're doing we're doing the pee break we're doing the pee- psych easter egg break and there's a there, there well there's one there's one big one um but it's a couple different things so and this is fun you do have to be it is a real legit easter egg because they only show it on the screen for a second but when they um th- there's a scene where they're all standing there it's towards the end of the episode and they're um, looking at the wanted poster for the the missing guy that got murdered. There is Sean takes that poster off the bolt outside Bolton board or whatever it is. And underneath that poster, you can see a, another wanted sign for a, there it is. And George is holding it up right there. It is <laughs> the collector uh, wanted collector comic. The green spirit strikes again. Looking for first printing, must be in near mint condition, money, no object. Call Sean at 555-0127. Very exciting. And of course, that's a reference to um, a couple episodes ago, the Sean versus, oh, last episode, the Sean versus yeah. the Red Phantom. That's right. That's right, yeah. folks. That's uh, right. I love to uh, just look at look at things in the background. I'm mm-hmm. like a huge dork. And so I paused <laughs> it and I read what the sign said and went, Wow, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> little that's, Easter egg. That's the comic that he destroyed, right? That he right. now owes mm-hmm. God. That's exactly. really sweet. That's yeah. a really sweet Easter egg. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. And there's another one along the similar good lines. Pee. Guys, that was good P. That was good. It was great P. Um, I have still a little bit more. Still yeah, we got a, the stream still, stream still going. Heavy flow here. Um, but the, along the same lines, another sign along that on that same bulletin board says vintage gold pocket watch wanted inscription that reads don't lose dot 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 henry watch as sentimental value reward free psychic reading 
Wow. Call 555-0127. He lost the watch. <laughs> That's really clever. Though. That's such a great, it's a great, I mean, they're great Easter eggs, obviously, <laughs> obviously, but obviously just because of how, you know, like in the first one, it's a comic that, you know, he feels bad because of what he did to Gus and he says money, no object. And in the gold <laughs> pocket watch that Henry buys him, all he's offering is a free psychic reading, which he just you know, <laughs> thinks is bullshit anyway. That's very funny. <laughs> Uh, it, what a fantastic pea corner this week. Pea corner. <laughs> corner, pea break. Yeah, we we uh we some good pea. No one can mm-hmm. no one can oh, argue yeah. otherwise. No one. <laughs> Let no one say otherwise. No one. All right. So what are we doing now? Gus gush. We're moving to the gus gush segment of the of the episode. Moving to the gus gush. <laughs> there it is. Nice. There. Gus gush, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just car wash, but we'll just we'll just edit it out and put Gus Gush in. Oh, we went up to painting. That. <laughs> it's the exact same. same. Except when they say car wash, it's someone going flatly. <laughs> Gus Gush. Gus Gush. And we play the whole song every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, George, you want to go first? Sure. For me, it's gotta be the lip reading at the beginning. Yeah. That's just classic Gus, baby. Mm-hmm. When he calls him or when he says uh, daughter, I'm <laughs> like, come on, man. So good. <laughs> I'm just gonna go real quick because I have the same exact one. That I don't it's hard to beat this episode. He's it's probably the funniest scene of the entire episode when he's yeah. reading her uh the end is good too, but I yeah, this it was top Gus for me. I, I was really torn. I think the end is really good, but I think my favorite was actually after they give birth to the boar at the <laughs> veterinary center and we get one of our classic Gus running out of someplace and screaming high-pitched. And classic. it was just such a classic, classic moment. I get that. Big time get that. <laughs> so, that's yes, a good one. That's my good Gus stuff. Gus. Good stuff. Well, that was, I mean, we, me and George had the same one. So that was pretty seamless and easy. easy that, that hasn't happened in a few weeks. I feel we've all had different ones, but you know, it's just how it goes. It's the ebb and flows of this show, which we all. There's just so many great love. moments with Gus. Yeah. On this show. All right. So that leaves us one last thing. And that means we have to rank this episode out of 10 pineapples. And George, you just did the Gus Gus first. So I'll kick it over to JP first. JP, give us your. Thoughts and rankings. I get that you guys hated this episode and <laughs> had some really awful things about it. Um, no, I, I I totally agree with you. And I think that um, in terms of peaks and valleys, this one didn't really have a lot of either and, and doesn't leave much of a resonating, oh, this is the one I'm going to talk about. But I, I really like what they did. I like that they did a great straightforward detective story. Um, and I also thought that the, 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 the character moments between Sean and Gus were some of my favorite we've seen so far. I'm going to go with eight pineapples. Eight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yep. Impressive I, score. I really liked it. I liked Solid it. Solid score. Not the best, but a good one. All right. I'll, um, I'll kick, I'll start it. I'll, I'll start mine then. I, uh, I like this episode. I agree with a lot of things you said, and it's hard for, it's going to be hard for me to differentiate, um, you know, or you put it very well. There's not a lot of peaks and valleys. It's a very standard psych episode. I didn't hate it. Didn't like love it. It's not going to be one I revisit, you know, like when I'm rolling through episodes, even though I revisit them all, they're all like fine and they're all good. And you know, the, the uh, floor for psych is much higher than it is for other shows. Absolutely. 
But um, as far as psych episodes go, I like, I mean, I liked it. I like, it was, it was, it was good. It was fine. So I'm going to go. And I feel like this is a positive score. If this was any other show, I'd probably go like under five or something, but I'm going to go with seven, seven pineapples. Also, also a high score. Um, You know, I think as we go, I'm learning that the detectiving is maybe the thing that interests me the least about this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's not that I dislike it and I don't dislike this episode, but I think that I am going to come in a little lower than you fellas, because, you know, if, if, if every if if I if I only give high scores, then the high scores have no I meaning know. anymore. I struggle with that as well. Yes. <laughs> um, and so for that reason, because I feel that this is so just kind of down the middle, it's good. Like you said, not a lot of peaks, not a lot of valleys. I'm gonna give it a five. Wow. I think that's totally fair. That's fair. Really it's do. fair. I think, think that's our lowest you know, score yet. It is, but it's not a bad episode. I get it. And I think that honestly, yeah. it, it, we're not talking high school grades. We're talking like on, on in the scale of one to 10, yeah. five is right in the mm-hmm. middle. And, and yeah. yeah, like that's not a failing grade. That's, no. that's that's a respectable, like this is a good middle of the road episode. I think if anything, we need to be more generous with our low scores. Right. I agree. And I, I agree with everything you said. I mean, even though it is a failing grade in every single school <laughs> in this country, but um. Wait, 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 real quick. If if you go to public school in Maryland and you <laughs> fail, do you know what letter you get on your report card? An I? No. An F. No. Oh, there's a, 25 more. Is it a C for crab? <laughs> no, it should be. In Maryland, unless it's changed uh, recently, but in Maryland, the grades go A, B, C, D, E. What? Wow. You get an E if you fail. Wow. What does that stand for, though? It's, it's just the, the next, next letter down. It's just interesting. I, I mean, what does is, what is B stand for? Stands yeah, for you're right. better well, than most. I guess you're right because <laughs> better than most. There we go. F was the only thing that ever really stood for anything, I guess, in the old grading system. Amazing so is detriment. Yeah. So I was going to say, amazing, D, better than most. D is C disappointing. Is, C is kind of good. Disappointing. <laughs> Spelled wrong because you're dumb and you got to see. <laughs> <laughs> They were having a lot of fun. So, yeah, those <laughs> teachers that put that together. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yes, not not a failing grade. Yes. So it's oh. five. It's a nice middle of the pack there. That's right. I think it's really fair. I don't know why this one tickled me so much, but I also – that's my personal take on it. I would never hold it against you, JP. You better fucking not, man. <laughs> Let's talk off air. <laughs> Uh-oh. This has happened before. So many smash it will be, is, it time, is it finally time to talk about Reeg stepping up and doing a better job? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I know. Been, I'm so tired. We DM constantly mm-hmm. all day, every day. Just me and George just talking about Reeks. Come on, man. He sucks. Like, and it's just not even <laughs> stuff about the show. It's just like just general stuff. Like, I don't like his face. Um, <laughs> oh, you have such a sweet face, baby. <laughs> oh, next you. episode. Thank next you. episode. The revolution will occur. We're going to be the co-hosts, and you will be our additional host. No, oh my yeah, god! I'm going to. I think it's time. Be drooling the whole time. I won't even know how to comprehend that with my mind. 
I'm sorry. Um, is that what you think George and I do? Is just sit here and do it the whole time? <laughs> that, to be fair, that is what I do the whole time. <laughs> Me too. I just didn't realize he realized it. In my head, yes. Oh, I'm shit, talking. My camera's on. <laughs> <laughs> I, be, I, 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 I like George. I like your ranking, though. It is not a failing grade. I agree with JP. I think this is going to happen, though, because we were so gung ho when we started this show. It's like, oh, we love this show. It's so fun. And we just want to talk about it. And of course, we're going to be glowing about it. And I'm glad you gave this review because it, it opens the door for us to give like legit review, like, you know, legit rankings now. Sure. Because I was, uh, yeah, I, I always just seven is, it's almost like I'm ranking them from seven to 10 every single yeah. time. So, so someone had to be the first one you had to, to. Take, take a little you know lower. What? I'm glad you did. I think it's going to change the face of this show. And oh. and really, I think I'm ready to, to, to be kind of the queen of mean over here and really give this show the business. <laughs> one last thing I want to do before we leave here. We got a review on our show and I'd love to read it to do this. Was it one of us? It maybe it wasn't me. me. Not me. Okay. 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 That's good. Here Um, comes a lot of talk about Carmen San Diego. (laughs) Yes. It's from um, a person. Their their username is iti iti two one five. So this is, they left us a review on Apple podcasts, five stars. Great review. And I remembered Psych being advertised back in the mid 2000s, but passed on it because I couldn't keep up with a sitcom back then. But now with this fun companion podcast from true fans and the ease of streaming, I found a fun classic sitcom that stood the test of network TV 15 years ago. These pineapple hosts are awesome. They feed off each other and present the show in a depth. I wouldn't have seen on my own really enjoying the show so far. Nice work. Wow. Wow. I wow, love thank you, ET515. ITI, let's see, 215. ITI215. Sorry, yes. I was in the wrong. I apologize. Wrong You're good. Code. 215. That could be someone from Philadelphia. I was good. Yeah. I would so. Hell yeah. I really, in that vein, I'd like to give a shout out to our uh, mutual friend, Dace. Um, yes. Dace decided to start watching the show because of our podcast and is watching the episodes and then listening to our episodes. And so is keeping pace with us. And wow. that's just the sweetest thing in the world. That's awesome. He's really loving the show. So Dace, thank you so much. Um, and, and really anybody out there, if, if you are enjoying our podcast, if you're enjoying Psych, spread the word. We just, we, we just kind of want to talk to people who love the show yeah. as, as we clearly do. That's why we, we started this show. We were show. heartbroken when, when, when the show was given a five tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we had to cut out a lot. Like I was, I, I, I got real pissed. So like if you hear a weird edit there, like that's what happened. Um, AB is cradling the episode. Like, look how they massacred my son. <laughs> look what they did to my boy. <laughs> Just holding the disc of that single episode somehow. <laughs> you know what? I'm changing my score to 11. Wow. wow. He does have that right. <laughs> Technically, we never gave him the option to change the score. <laughs> this one goes to 11. All right. Well, we got to get out of here. We're over time. And um, we should. Time and a half, baby. Go real quick. Should we start? I mean, I feel like we could end the episodes without plugs every single time. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, let's check me out on, uh, uh, we heard about Pluto. It's a podcast I do about psych. And yes. Check it out. We should, do, me, me we out should do the Pluto pod plugs. We should be like, we're yeah. on Twitter and right. we heard, heard about Pluto pod. We have an email, heard Pluto pod at Gmail, I believe mm-hmm. is the account. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so if you have questions or anything, you want to send those in comments about the show, 
things you noticed and you're like, I can't believe these dumbasses didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tell us. We've already Let us know. And please, if you're listening, just take a minute to review us or, or at least rate us on, on, on iTunes. Um, subscribe. Every little bit helps and it'll just keep us going with the momentum and the good feelings of someone liking what we're saying. Yes, we need it. We need it to keep going. Absolutely. So, I need validation. Yeah. I need so much validation. I constant. I have. I crave it. Um, but yes, please do that. <laughs> you guys and, are both doing great, by the way. <laughs> George, oh my you're God, doing thank a great you. Job. <laughs> thank you so much, Riggs. You're you're hosting. I know. Yes, I'm ending the show now. Um, but <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh, rate, review, like us. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Smoochie. Bye.